Um, hello and welcome back to the 10th Pine Podcast. We're here with me, Lucas Normal, and Beefham. All right. And um, we're also here with Amari, is it pronounced your name correctly? Amari Diedrich. Is that what you say? Oh, bro, you got it, you got it, bang on, to be fair, you know. You got it, you got it. <laughs> bro, everyone always says, everyone always says, die, Drake, or some madness, you know what I mean? But no, you got it, bang on, bro. <laughs> we'll get started off with. Actually, this, this episode is sponsored by Aceropolis Clothing. So if you want to get over to them, you can on the website or on Instagram, right? So you're a professional kickboxer. You're the first kickboxer we've done. So like, give us a little insight on like the, how you got into kickboxing to start off with. Bro, to be fair, it started when I was uh, 11 years old. Um, I'm the oldest out of my siblings. So you know when a lot of guys or a lot of kids had trouble and they, and they go to their big brother or something and say, or their cousin and say, you know, you know, my brother is rare, rare, rare. So for me, uh, I went secondary school, 11 years old, and I got hit in the head and I got punched by a, a kid in year 10 or 11. Mm. And then from that day, my mom said, listen, it's time to handle yourself, be able to protect yourself. Went to a gym. So my first gym I went to was called Studio 2000 and I was there for a while. Uh, I won a British title for him and then I left and then now I'm with my, my gym that I've been with now I've been with him for about 10, 11 years so yeah man it started from something negative and I turned it into a positive you know what I mean so from getting hit in the head by a big kid to then being the person that I am now it's a big switch around you know what I mean so it's one of them What age was you when you sort of thought like I'm good at this I'm going to like take this like to professional level Bro, when I won my first junior title, I thought, you know what? Because we've all been there. Like, like when I, I, I come, I'll never forget the day I had my first fight. I had my first little inter club, and in my head, I was expecting an arena. I don't know why. At the age of thirteen, <laughs> I was expecting a big, massive arena with fans everywhere. And then I went to a little small gym in Sheffield. So from there, my mind was clicked, and I said, "Now nah, you know what? I need to just graft." to then get to the stage where I'm at now, which is the big stage. I'm on TV, I'm traveling the world, you know what I mean? So I'd say about 13, I had my first fight. First fight, 13, and from that point there, yeah, man, I just, it, it was just a mission. Yeah. A mission. Did you win your first fight? Yeah. So, I, so as, a, as an amateur, I was undefeated. And then as a pro, I got nine losses. So, yeah. It's been a crazy journey, to be fair. It's been a, it has been a mad journey. It's been a crazy one. You're going to have your, your ups and downs, your circles, your lefts, your rights. You know I mean, it's part of the fight game, especially the game that we're in where if you're not on it, you're going to get hurt. You know what I mean? So you could have the best training camp, whatever, but if you're not on it for them first nine minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, and that guy wants it more than you, it's game over, bro. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are. So it all goes down to who wants it on the night. That's it. That is legit what it stems down to. It's not about who's been training the hardest. It literally down, boils down to who wants it more for those nine minutes or 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Same in MMA, you know? How did you come back from them losses? Like, what did you change? Well, you know, it's my trainer is... A, is he, he, he don't bullshit us, you know what I mean? He, he's not a yes man. He tells how it is. 
the losses that I've had, I've had solely down to myself not doing what I needed to do. Everyone that I've lost to, I know I can beat them. If I had a rematch with all of them, nah, I would do them all in. I don't care. <laughs> you know I mean, I had a fought a guy that I fought a guy that beat me previous. I fought him again, like in 2018. I smashed him. I, I smashed him up in around. You know what I mean? So I know what I can do to these guys that have, that, that have beat me. You know what I mean? But again, they was better on the night. Yeah, it was there. It was, it, it was their time, and it wasn't my time. So then you just have to go back, really look at yourself and reevaluate, and, and and ask yourself, do you really want this? You know, yeah. so once you kind of figure yourself out and know exactly who you want to be and where you want to be, you can you can come back, man. I don't matter. Like everyone's in this boxing frame of mind where if you have a lost, you're not gonna be able to come back, bro. It's it's part of the fight game. If you fight nothing but killers your whole career, you're eventually gonna get a loss, mate. You're gonna you're gonna get someone that's gonna be on it, and then they're gonna essentially smash your head in or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. You have to be mentally strong to be able to go back to the drawing board and say, you know what, cool, it was his night. I'm going to go back, work, and just run it back again. Why? You know what I mean? And I think... Sorry, why do you think... It's one of them, so the team that, so the team that I've got is good. Yeah. Why do you think boxing is and then, like, MMA isn't really? Because, like, I think it's my, partly might be down to me, whether having 50, you know, but, like, it's like, as soon as you have a loss in boxing, you're finished, but in MMA... Like it's different, or in kickboxing, but as you've just said, it's different. I think it down. I think it's down to money. You know, you know, kickboxing is such a mad business. It's just a crazy business. Like you've got in every division, you've got about four or five champions. Saying yeah, they're the pound for pound best, but no one has fought each other. Yeah, not one of them. I mean, like what? What is it? The lightweight division. You got that T Fimo. You got uh, Devin Haney, Tank. And that Garcia, no one's fighting each other. They all say they want to fight each other, but no one wants to what? Like you know what I mean? You know you're gonna get your money. So what you just sort of you don't want to talk it out for about a year, two years, and then come to blows. Nah, bro, like don't worry like that. Whereas in MMA or kickboxing, you're gonna get that fight, mate. There's no you, matter of fact, the fighters don't even have a say. The, the, the organization gonna tell you who you're fighting. That's it. Um if you say no to that person, you're gonna. It's, it, it, it looks bad on your on, on your part. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, whereas in boxing, I think the fighters have quite a lot of control in in, in how it runs due to the money. Whereas in our game, it's the organization. That's it. The matchmaker saying, "Yeah, you're fighting him." He'll send you an email, message your trainer. Boom, that's it. You want to fight? Yes or no? There's no. Mm, well, I'm not, I'm not ready. It's evil. You want to fight or you don't want to fight me? That's it. Do you know, in, I think it just stems down to that. Yeah, do you, in, in, obviously your signs like glory now. Is there only one champion paid like division? Per division. So you've got you've got heavyweight, light, heavy, middleweight, waterweight, lightweight, and feather, and you've got one champion. That's it. And yeah. I think it's better like that. Yeah, I agree. The UFC is like that, isn't it? Like it, it's it the best is. way, bro. Everyone in boxing is a world champion, and I think it's like, you know, Mate, there's about 10 belts in like every division. I'm thinking you've got the WBC or IBO or IBF or whatever it is, and then bro, just have one belt, man. WBC is the, is the legit one for me, that's it. So I think they should have kept it at WBC, and that's it. Now you've got five organizations just saying, yeah, you can be a champion in this or whatever. No, it's, it's, it does was down the sport. Whereas in kickboxing and MMA, 
in each every organization they've got their own belts, and you know exactly who's the champion, you know exactly who's top ten, and you know who is gonna fight who. You know what I mean? So, so I think boxing's dying out. When you're gonna have you, you've got your Canelos, you've got your AJs, your Froys, but other than that, you've not boxing on a whole. You only watch boxing for one one or two fights. You don't watch it for a whole card kind of thing. You know what I mean? Whereas GFC, you're going to watch the whole card. Yeah. From start to finish, you're going to watch the whole card. Whereas in boxing, you're waiting for that one main event. That's it. Due to the way they promoted it. They've just literally marketed the main event. That's it. They're the same. We don't care about anyone else. We just care about these two here. That's it. Everyone else is just kicked to the curb for the time being until it's their time to be in the limelight. You know what I mean? Whereas in our sport, you can't uh, market and everyone the same way. Obviously, the champion's going to get more of the shine because he's the champion, but everyone's still got a little piece. You know what I mean, everyone's got their little shine, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. What would you say the best and worst thing about being an AM professional kickboxer is? Like, the best and worst thing about being a fighter in general is the graft and the struggle to take. I'll be need to straight me to get to where you want to get to you're going to be broken on your face mate mm-hmm. it's it's a struggle until you've got a big name you ain't going to get no sponsor you're not going to get people throwing money at you this and that you literally just gotta be a gym rat you just gotta live in the gym and be willing to struggle in order to get to where you want to get to you know what i mean so what the best but then the plus side of that is once you made it you're traveling the world for free yeah. Uh, you, you, you are trying to go through like a, a four. Now, now that I'm signed to Glory, I fought in Holland, I fought in Miami, I fought in Chicago. I've gone to America, I'm not paid a penny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where people are going there paying thousands of pounds to go to these places where I've just gone there, I've jumped on a plane, that's it, done. I've got money out there. They, they're giving me money yeah. to spend out there for food, you know what I mean? So that's the plus side. You see in the world, man. So you've then, you've got to a point where you're just getting holidays for free, bro. Yeah, you can't complain of that. You know what I mean. You can't complain of that. But then the downside is you are gonna struggle until you get to a certain position. You know what I mean? Which is it's how it goes, isn't it? I'm afraid. Yeah, you've just mentioned a few places abroad. There, would you say they're one of the favorite places where you fought? Mate, for me, I've been to America. Now that now that I've fought in America, Holland is where it's at for me. I prefer Holland. Yeah. Due to just being that's where that's that's kickboxing country, mate. They live for it. That's what they live for. Whereas America. Yeah. It's more of an MMA boxing country. They're not really interested in the striking side like that. You know what I mean? Whereas in Holland, they live and breathe it. How yeah. boxing is to how boxing is in England, kickboxing is in, in, in Holland. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the second sport where football obviously is always going to be the biggest sport. Then it goes kickboxing. Same here, mm-hmm. where football's the biggest sport here, then it goes boxing. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. So for me, Holland all day, all day, yeah. man, all day. Why was it kickboxing rather than like MMA or boxing? Because like you think you think like would you ever make the transition first of all to MMA or boxing? Boxing, not a chance, mate. Bores me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like I train like I train like so like Monday, Wednesday, Friday is boxing. I do my boxing to get my hands sharp. And then even now I've been doing wrestling for about three years. Mm. So if I if I was gonna do the transition to anything, it would be MMA. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Majority of my teammates are MMA guys. I've only got a handful of us that are strikers. The mo- the majority are MMA guys, you know what I mean? So the wrestling side is coming, you know what I mean? I've been working on it for years. So maybe when I feel like I've achieved enough in 
the striking game, then I might move over to MMA, but boxing, not a chance, mate. I just couldn't do it. I like kicking too much, man. <laughs> I, 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 I literally enjoy kicking. This just restricted my like when I when I do boxing sparring, I see openings where I would do certain things, but you can't do it, but it's purely because of boxing. And you probably get beat if if, if I went boxing at a very high level, I'd get beat due to them just having a good jab and footwork. Their footwork and the jab is, is is what it is. Whereas us in kickboxing, especially, we like to just be tanks, juggernaut people, wall people down, have heavy hooks and smash the leg kicks. You know what I mean? Whereas in boxing, it's about being smart. It's about having a good job, good footwork. You know what I mean? So, and it, it takes a long time to, to, to get a good job and, and, and good footwork, you know? So for me, the transition will be MMA all day. Mm. All day. How does the, um, like, money, like, I'm not going to ask you specifics, but, like, how does the money compare in terms of, like, MMA and kickboxing? I think it's down to the to, to, to you are down to your name to be fair. I don't know one person who's probably who's on the same purse as me or whatever. You know, I mean, I think everyone's. I mean, in the beginning, you're you like at the bottom, you're probably going to be on the same amount. But then again, the the more your name builds up, the more people see your fans and your supporters, the bigger your name is. You're going to get more money, man. It's going to vary. Everyone just assumes. There's no money in kickboxing because it's the MMA, but then there's not a lot of money in UFC either. You have to work in order to get that money in UFC as well. You know what I mean? You, you, you're not just going to get signed to UFC and get half a million straight away. You're going to be on scraps, mate, until you until they see your worth and then you have to earn it. You have to earn it, same as in kickboxing, same as in boxing. People think there's just, you're going to get paid millions in boxing. Nah, you've got to earn your stripes, mate. You're not going to get Canelo money or AJ money straight away from one fight. You have to earn it, bro. You have, they have to see your worth. And if you're not worth it, they're not going to pay you that. You know, so then they, so like I said, it's, it's down to who you are and what you bring to the table. If they can see you as someone who is very good, if, if they can market you right, you're going to get paid, mate. If you if you could be a good fighter and you can't, if they can't market you, you're not getting the money, bro. Yeah. You could be an average fighter and your name be ringing bells, mate. And you're gonna get more money than the, the person who's better than you. Yeah. Mm. So, so that's how it is. It's down to social media presence, marketability, everything, man. That's it, it, it all plays a, a massive role. What did you say your career highlights been so far? No, you winning an eight-man tournament mm. in the middleweight division. Boss. Hundred percent. That there. Was to me was the craziest feeling ever, purely on the fact that how scared I was on that day. Yeah, I thought we, could. we took the fight. We took the. We, we said yeah. We said cool. We'll take the tournament. I didn't care anyway. I'll fight anyone anyway. I don't care. Took the yeah. tournament. We said yeah to it. And then as the week, then as it's getting close, I'm thinking. Why, like these are kind of big men. Actually, are gonna be some <laughs> some heavy hitters. But I'm thinking, yeah. all right, cool. So then it comes to the weighing. Now I'm waiting, and I see these guys, and I'm thinking, yo, they're massive. They actually are kind of big men. Some some big guys, and then the guy that I had in the quarterfinal, he had something crazy. He was knocking guys out left, right, and center. And I can remember, and I can remember watching one of his fights. Where he hit the guy and he, and he looked like he was proper in a coma, bro. I thought, all right, cool. So he's going to be a heavy hitter. So that there just played a massive part in my head anyway. I thought, all right, if he hits me, I'm going down. 
cool. So the way it's done. And then at this point, my trainer's not with me because his son was in hospital. So I thought, cool, it's just going to be me. My cousin's going to be in my corner. And then two of my other teammates. So I thought, cool, I, I don't mind having him in my corner. But you know, when it's something like this, I thought, I need my trainer in my corner. Just, just for that yeah. comfort in the mind. You know what I mean? So we've gone to the show. Warming up, warming up, warming up. I'm about to go on. Out of nowhere, mate, my trainer comes out. He just comes out. He made it just short before we got on, mate. I just, the relief was crazy. Just had to just hug him. I said, yeah, is it, is it? I'm ready now. I said, cool, gone out there. I was ready. First, so yeah. the first guy, he was a big knockout guy. And I smashed and I did him in a minute and a half. First round, done a minute and a half. Leg kick straight. Second guy, semi-final, uh, we did... When the, the we did three rounds, got the decision. Final now. His the, the the guy that had in the final, he didn't even win his fight. But because the guy that he fought was too injured to continue, he didn't have to replace him. And he and the guy that I fought, his leg was already gone anyway. So for me, it was a, it was an easy fight because we knew what what to do. I'm gonna smash your leg, man. I was it. So in the second round, I took that. No, that was it, man. My teammate said, listen, his leg's done. Let's go for the leg. That's all I did, man. That was it. Like, just took his leg out and that was it. Second round. So I did him in the second round. That was it. So for me, that is hands down my career highlight, man. Best feeling ever. Like, just going in that as a massive underdog. Mm. That was Boss that life. crazy. Oh, man. I breathed through because I didn't think I was going to go in there and stop any of them. I thought, if I do this, it's going to be nine rounds of war, man. I'm just going to have to have Every person I fight, it's going to be three rounds of war. I mm-hmm. didn't think I was going to stop any of them. I didn't think that, yeah. nah, I'm, I'm not big enough to to stop any of them. Stop two of them, and I was happy with that. Happy, mate. Do you know before your fights, do you have any um, superstitions? None, mate. I can't lie. I just go there, chill. Oh, <laughs> Legit, yeah. I'm, I'm one of them. I'll just literally go there, chill, listen to my music, probably eat some foolishness. I just chill, wait, man. I see, I'm just laid back, man. We're just we're laid back, gym, you know what I mean? Like, even my cousin, we're just laid back, chilled. My trainer's laid back, chilled. Go there, get the job done, man. What will be, will be at the end of the day. Drill has to be drill, man. Mm. Has to be drill or old school hip hop, man. I can't have no opera, classical beats, man. Has to be drill. I need to be in the vibe where I just want to kill someone. <laughs> I can't wait to go to war, man. I need to have that vibe where I'm going to war, bro. So, mm. drill, man, drill all day. Yo, in that um, tournament, was that all on the same day, then, fights? Because you just said you were, like, two injured, didn't you? Same day, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same day, bro. Same day. So, the first fight, yeah, I think the first fight had about a half an hour. So, the first fight had a half an hour, semi-final. And then I think in the semi-final, it was 20 minutes. After that to the final. Yeah. That's another reason, man. Because it's, it's just... I've been three fights in one night. It's hard, bro. Like, in the final, my leg was killing me. When I was kicking a guy in his leg, I was wincing. My face was like... I could feel it. I could feel it. I thought... And that's just for me kicking him. That's just me kicking him in his thigh. And I'm thinking, I can feel it now, man. My legs... My legs feeling a bit tender now, mate. Let's just... I'm just telling you to get this done and go home, mate. Hmm. I'm just looking at Glory's website here. And it says, um, under nickname, you don't have one. Would you give yourself one or? 
Bro, you know what? Everyone always asks me this, and I have never ever wanted a nickname. I remember I did a podcast a while back, and I gave him a nickname, and I said, and, I, and after their podcast, I thought, why did I even say that? I'm not interested in having a nickname. My fight <laughs> name, my fight name is literally my name, man. Like, like I want people to know me. Let's see, I'm not interested yeah. in you knowing what you're gonna call like, my fight name now. Like, you're gonna know me for me when it's all said and done. Mm. And you're gonna remember my name. Not my fight name. I want you yeah. to remember me in it and what I brought to, to to the fight world. So that's gonna be my name. My name is the brand. Nothing else. Like my name is literally the brand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, nah, man. I can't. I'm not, I'm not interested in the fight name. Never have really been interested in the fight name. And just my name. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Has it been hard to stay motivated like Jordan COVID and stuff? But obviously, have you fought Jordan the COVID with no fans? Me, I'll be so honest with you. Like last year. In the first lockdown, I was meant to fight in Belgium. So the week it happened, I was meant to fly out. So from that, from so that, so last year, the first couple of months, I was fuming. Yeah. Purely in the fact because of, I had a fight there ready. My mind was there, it was ready, cool, ready to go. And then that was it, borders closed off. You can't do nothing, you can't go nowhere. Then as the months went by, I was just, you, you just learn to deal with it, you know what I mean? So I think last year, as a person and as a fighter, I think that's been my best year training-wise. I've just developed so much as a person and as a fighter last year due to just having to sit back. Like I said, I'm going to go back to just reevaluating myself and looking at how bad do I want this. So for me, it's annoying being in this situation with this COVID lockdown and we can't fight. But mentally... It's done me a lot of good, man. I'm just, I'm just hungry. The fire's just blazing right now. I just want to get back in the ring and show people what I can bring and who I'm and who I am. You know what I mean? So for me, it, this this lockdown stuff is, is it's done me good, man. There's positive and, and positive and, and, and negative at the end of the day. The negative is there's no fights, but the positive is me developing as a person and, and as a fighter. When do you reckon your next fight will be? Or couldn't you say? Mm. Hey, I'm hoping March, man. Fingers crossed, man. I need to fight this year. If mm. I'm an OVA, why am I fighting? I think I'll lose my... <laughs> I'll lose my... You know when you're seeing people... Because a lot of my teammates have got fights as well. Like mm. Cage Warriors. I got I got all my teammates on Cage Warriors in March. So then obviously he's going to be down. So then we're going to be pushing him. So I just want to fight, man. Like, you know when everyone around you is fighting, you just want to be... You just want to have the same feeling, you know what I mean? Whereas last year, mm. I didn't fight and a lot of my teammates fought. So I was just basically fighting fit just to push them, in a sense. Mm. Whereas I want to have them pushing me because I've got a fight. So, But we'll see what happens, man. We'll see. So hopefully March, April time, February time, mm. if we're lucky. But March, man, our fingers crossed March, man, has to be. Yeah. yeah we had a question of someone on Instagram. Um, what's your hardest fight been so far? My hardest fight. Mate, I'll be honest, I think about tougher fights in, in amateurs, you know. Like, yeah, I've, I've, I've took losses as a, as a pro, but tough fights where I've had to mentally dig deep with my amateurs, man. I can, I can remember fighting a kid called uh, Sam Gab in amateurs. He was the champion in the junior division the year before. So basically, I had two fights. So basically, on, on a day, I had two fights 
against it was two fights in one night again in June and for three rounds. I was about dead. We went back to my corner. I was great. I was just ready to do I said to Australian, I said, I can't do it. My legs are done. I was tired. I can't do it. He's in the corner looking the exact same way. We both just gassed out, tired. And then the judges said, yo, you got an extra round. I, I couldn't even. I said to Australian, I can't do it, man. My trainer said to me, listen, go out there and land the first shot on him. Whoever lands the first shot is going to win the fight. Bear in mind, I said to him, my legs don't work. I went out there, threw a little flying kick. There was no power in it. My toes must have just hit his, his chin. He's just leaning on the ropes. I've then got on him. I'm leaning on the ropes with him. We're just clinching for about a minute and a half. We're just throwing knees. It was horrible, man. So for me, my juniors, my, my amateurs were, were hard, man. Proper tough, tough, tough. What advice would you give to like a young up-and-coming um, kickboxer? Well, the advice I'd give to anyone in any combat sport is just stay, stay true to yourself, man. Just be dedicated. You're gonna have and be prepared for the ups and downs, man. So it's, it's a roller coaster of a journey, man. It's, it's 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 not a straightforward journey. Don't just look at the TV and think, yeah, you're gonna go to a gym and you're gonna make it millions, man. Nah, it's just, it's a long road, man. It's it's, it's a good ten year grind to even yeah. get seen, to get noticed, and that's just to get noticed. And then once you are getting noticed, you got another ten years maybe in in, in honing them skill down and, and, and perfecting mm. it. So, hard work, man, to stay dedicated and just mindset above all. Yeah. Someone else asked a question um, saying, um, are you the king of um, pad work and sparring? I don't know where people, you know, there's people, the sparring things is blowing up right now. Everyone thinks we spar. You know, people think I spar every day. <laughs> we spar, imagine we spar once a week and I see. Like, like we spar once a week, but I don't know. Like we, st- we started doing the spar wars in like June, July last year. From there, mate, it's just it's just taken over. Like, I don't get it. Like, I didn't think like the, the numbers that it's doing. I didn't think it would do that. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It's helped. It's helped the gym out. People want to train with us now. A lot of a lot of pro fighters want to come down to spar was due to the exposure we have now from Cyan boxing. So. Yeah, man, I don't know. I think I, I, as a whole, our team, we're just sparring king, man, all of us are, man. I challenge anyone to come down to our gym, man. <laughs> you know, with anyone. Is there anyone specifically that you're going to fight in your next fight? Man, I want anyone and everyone. But personally, like, I want I want to fight a guy that I was meant to fight last year, anyway, which is an American guy. So if, 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 if me and him need to have it out, just, just purely in the fact that we was meant to fight anyway. So, if that fight can happen, then we'll make that happen. But if not, yeah, I don't care, man. Anyone and anyone, anyone and anyone, man. You know, I just want them all. Like the way that the way my mind is now, I'm coming for everyone. From the top twenty to the top ten to the top five, I'm, 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 I'm on a mission. Hmm. So, what would you say? Success? What's your end goal? Me, it's not even about being a world champion, you know. As long as people know me as a gladiator and know that when I'm fighting, I'm coming to bring absolute chaos and madness, bro. That's 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 it. I just want to go down in as as one of the most aggressive fighters in this country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when you look at kickboxing, you look at the Dutch guys that are the most aggressive and whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm changing that. I want it to be where. 
you look at the UK guys and you think, yo, you lot are coming for wars, mate. You know what I mean? You lot are coming with heavy hands and good leg kicks. So for me, that's it. I want to just be known as one of the most savage guys of my generation. And of course, if the belts, if, if we win both titles, and we're going to win, we'll, we'll take the titles. But for me, the titles ain't the beard and end all. It's just an object. The, the end goal is to be known as a, as, as a gladiator. That's it. Have you got any plans for like after your career is over? Have you not thought that far ahead? Hey, of course, everyone thinks about having their, their own gyms and, and whatever and just teaching. So I think it will definitely go down that route. But you'll just have to see what happens, man. It's, it's, it's always going to be helping people along the way, inspiring and motivating all the overcoming fighters. So definitely going to have my own fight team, of course, when I'm done. When it's all said and done, carry on the legacy through over open commerce and just take it from there, man. You know, obviously yeah. different opportunities might come, but we'll see what happens. What would you say your dream fight venue will be to fight in? Japan. Japan, Japan yeah. bro, like, it's, it's like, definitely, man. Like, if, before, my, before I'm done, I need to fight in, like, Super Saitama Arena or something like that, man. Due to seeing how it was back in the K1 days, we got like 75,000 people, mate, just sitting there. That. So, that definitely. I mean, before my career is done, I need to find Japan. I have to, man. Yeah. Be bossed up. I have to, man. That's just, that's just K1 country, mate, all day. So, yeah. if you don't fight there, you, like, did you really do kickboxing? You know what I mean? So after after it's one of them. If you if you ain't formed your plan, I've really, really been about it, mate. So no, I need to get it done. Yeah. We got any more questions before we finish up, Ethan? Um yeah. Um what job do you reckon you would have done if you were in a kickboxer? Mate, I can't even lie, you know, I think I'd have been a bad kid. Because <laughs> I was a bad kid anyway, I can't even lie, I'd have been a proper hood rat thug, man. I I, I don't even lie. School was in my yeah. my forte. I was a bad kid, so yeah, my can't like if, 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 if without this, it would have gone left. It would have gone left differently, man. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So for now, yeah. I can't even say well, I'd be might be even be in prison if I didn't have this. Facts. Would mm. you say kickboxing saved you then? Oh, saved hundred percent, hundred percent. We've all gone. We've because. But you lot are different out there, you know what I mean? So you yeah, like but then you have to realise, do you really want this? Mm, yeah. Or so just say it's it saved me. If I didn't have this, it definitely would have gone a different a different way, but it it didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah we all the last question we always finish on is um, what's your favourite pint? I don't even drink, you know. <laughs> nah. Nah, bro, I'm, me, I'm a, I'm a body's a temple, mate. I'm a, I'm an athlete, lad. I don't drink, mate. I got abs on abs, bro. I got abs on abs, mate. Nah, I don't even drink, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's the coach you have then? Like, like a water or something? Bro, I'm a water guy, man. Water or like juice or any sugary drink, man. I like my sugary drinks. Sorry about. Yeah. But drinking, nah, man. It's just not me, you know. Yeah. Dedication, that's to be fair. Bro, like, it's just, it's never been, I've never looked at it for, you know what, let me have a pint, mate. Nah, never. 
Well, that's a good mentality, mentality, isn't it? Though, like, if you live the life, because a lot of fighters blown up in waiting, like, go out. So... Mate, I've seen some guys that they, they get fat, mate. They got love handles, the whole everything, bro. They have love handles, anything. Whereas me, <laughs> me, I'm staying the same. My weight's the same. I look the exact same. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm always ready, always fit, always ready to go whenever. Right, so thanks very much for that, mate. Really appreciate you. Nice time. one. No worries, brother, man. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'll see you later. Thanks. Cheers, brother.